Morning again, everyone. Good to see you, or morning for the first time, depending on what your pattern was this morning. Um, we're doing this series on what pleases God about our worship and what happens when we worship together. This morning's topic is intercessions, and um, I shared a number of thoughts about that and answered a number of questions about what is intercession and why do we intercede together and what's happening when we're interceding uh, in the earlier service. So I'm not going to repeat any of that. Um, So let me uh, now go on to another question which I've often been asked in the past, which is the more practical one. Um, Doug has just encouraged us all and and, and set this uh, model of let's set aside a little bit of time at 6 p.m. every evening to all be praying for the Ukraine at the same time. And so I want to address that situation where kind of you get to 6 o'clock this evening and your alarm goes off or, or whatever, and you think, right, okay, well, I'm going to pray for Ukraine now. <laughs> what do I do? You know, and sometimes we get a bit stuck, you know, well, what do I actually do? Or what do I actually say? And the problem might be that I just kind of, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do, or I don't know what words I should use. Or maybe, actually when you stop and pause and kind of engage with the reality of what's happening at the moment in Ukraine, it's just overwhelming. I mean, I just can't... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just emotionally overwhelmed. I'm kind of struck dumb, paralysed by the horror of it all, and I can't even get started. So if you're in that... If you imagine that, that situation, I mean, let me sort of make four suggestions of what you might do in that moment, therefore. The first suggestion is just what Doug has shared with us, and so I've cribbed this. (laughs) So just cry out to Jesus. Just use the name of Jesus. Just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because when you pronounce the name of Jesus, you are pronouncing the name of the Saviour, the God who saves, and you are calling upon Jesus. And Jesus knows And Jesus hears the cries of our hearts. And if you can do nothing else, just cry out to the name of the one who can do something, the one who saves. Uh, And if you don't know how or what else to do, just keep praying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are calling upon him. You're bringing him into the situation and you are proclaiming his power to save and to help. So that's one thing that you can do. For the other three things that you can do, we're going to turn to the Psalms, for examples. And um, the first one is quite fairly gritty, actually. You know, in the way, in the in the light of people who are being seriously aggressive and murdering other people, what should our prayer be? And and also, more particularly, how can it be a Christian prayer if we're supposed to love our enemies? Because we don't necessarily want all the Russian people to suddenly fall by the sword either, necessarily. I'm not sure that's what God intends. Um, But there's a little phrase which occurs in a few psalms. Psalm 3 is the one that I'm going to look at. Um, And the Psalm 3 is a, a prayer of someone who is being oppressed by enemies. And the particular petition, the particular request of this person in Psalm 3, verse 7, is this. Arise, O Lord, deliver me, O my God, 
Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. Break the teeth of the wicked. So the image there is the image of a wild animal, a ferocious animal that can kill and harm by means of its sharp teeth. And the prayer of the person who's being chased by this wild animal is not, please kill it, oh God, but just break its teeth. Pull its teeth out so that it's no longer able to do harm to others. So, what we can pray in the light of military aggression elsewhere in the world is things like this. Oh God, make the tanks break down. Make the missiles misfire. Make the bombs land in the place where they will not hurt anyone. Make the radios pack up so they can't talk to each other. Make the soldiers lose heart or have a change of heart. So break the teeth of those who do violence. Stop them from being violent. We don't have to sort of pray that they suffer harm as well. It doesn't have to be us against them. But we can pray that in God's mercy, God pulls their teeth out, stops their, their, their military machine from working. So that's a very practical thing that, that we can pray. Two other things that we can do. I'm going to draw from Psalm 56. Again, Psalm 56 is the uh, prayer of someone who is in great trouble, who's, who's actually um, been attacked by other people. Um, it's associated in tradition with um, King David of Israel when he had been taken prisoner by others. And the, it, the, the psalm begins like this. Be merciful to me, O God, for men hotly pursue me. All day long they press their attack. My slanderers pursue me all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. And then it it goes on with a prayer that fits that circumstance. When we're lost for words, the Psalms like this can give us the words to use. If we're completely stuck if we don't know what words to use or what to pray for, we can go to Psalm 56 or other psalms like it and and pray them on behalf of the people we're concerned for. So we can hold in our mind's eye the people of Ukraine who we've seen on the news or whatever other situation you're concerned about and pray this psalm standing with them and for them. I'm saying it on their behalf. We identify with them, put ourselves in their shoes for the moment, as it were, and this psalm is, comes from a situation which is entirely appropriate and which therefore gives us something meaningful to pray for. So we can call on the name of Jesus. We can pray for things that do harm to go wrong and to be destroyed. We can use a psalm in its entirety and pray it on behalf of those who are suffering. But then fourthly, the last one I want to suggest is that our prayer may be actually something much more visceral. 
that doesn't necessarily involve words. We talked earlier on about standing in the gap as the image. And it is a physical image of literally standing. There's also a very long-standing tradition of kneeling to pray for those who are able to do that. Intercessions have traditionally in the church been offered on our knees, although we, we tend not to do it for practical reasons very much anymore. But what we do with our bodies can be our prayer. We can express ourselves to God in prayer. Simply to stand physically upright is making an identification, standing with those who need our help, symbolically. Kneeling before God symbolises our dependence, our desperate need, our petition. So, At the times when words fail, you can use your body to express your prayer. You can, as it were, go into your room and simply stand and say to God, God, I am standing here before you on behalf of those who are suffering. Or you can kneel and you can say, God, I am desperate and I'm kneeling before you for those who need your help. And simply, you don't need any words. Just the way you use your body, your physical presence, is what God will see, what God will respond to. And there's a very powerful image here in Psalm 56. In verse 8, Record my lament, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? There are times when the things that we hear about are just so overwhelming that we just we can't even begin to form words because if we try, we just break down and weep. It's just too much for us. Every tear is a prayer. God sees and records and has a record and stores up our tears and every tear is a prayer and when things are desperate one of the most powerful things we might do is simply to weep in God's presence and that will be our prayer and a powerful one too record my lament list my tears on your scroll are they not in your record so there are four practical suggestions. Maybe at the moment for praying for those in the Ukraine, but for any situation, anything, any needs or personal concerns you ever want to lay before God, four things that you can do. Just call on the name of Jesus. Uh, if it is a concern about violence, then pray that God will break the violence, will, will prevent the violence without doing harm to anyone. Pray a psalm that suits the occasion on behalf of others and use your whole selves, your whole body. Stand before God, kneel before God, weep in God's presence. Amen.